Uh, let's pray. Uh, thank you so much, Lord, for this uh, opportunity to, to give me to preach. Lord, I ask you to bless uh, and help me out to communicating uh, correctly, Lord, to you people and be a blessing today, Lord. Please, I ask you in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You can make seat, please. So, so I guess everybody or someone is familiar with this uh, story. It's a wonderful conversation where uh, the young uh, uh, man is uh, can and see Jesus and start uh, questioning him. And and I don't want I don't want to be focused in that story. I don't want I don't want to be focused in that conversation. But we want to learning some. Uh, things that is going to help us to understand what, what I want to uh, preach to you guys today. So first of all, we're going to see this uh, rich young man, he know how to talk. He's very good at talking. Because the way you go, you see when uh, Jesus is talking, Jesus is finished talking and blessing the children. And we see, uh, if we read before, he's talking to the children then, and, the, and one rich, uh, Joe men come to him and they start talking, and the way he talks, he's really good talking. He's professional talking. We can think about that, and we think another one, the, the rich Joe man, uh, he has money. We have the detail. When we read the Bible and we see the, the details, uh, it's going to help us to understand more what, he, what he's talking about. So, and this uh, rich young man uh, is come to Jesus and start talking, so he knows how to talk. He has all, he's rich, he has money, he has position, he has uh, a lot of things. So, but let me tell you this. The uh, rich young man, he, uh, he able to do some things and, and has the ability to make money. Money. And listen, everybody as a human being has abilities. Everybody with the human beings, we had ability. We're able to learn. We're able to do stuff. And actually, let me tell you this. Men can be rich without God. Men can be rich without God. And we can see this example as a young a man. He was rich. So, but let me tell you this. Everything you do and your power to do stuff in this world will be temporary and will be in vain. Why? Because you are doing without God. Everything you do without God will be temporary and will be in vain. And actually, you're able to, uh, to get stuff. Like you had, uh, and we can see, we can do examples in this world that people without God can be rich. We can do examples, like for example, Bezos creating Amazon. Without God, he's the richest man in the world. Where's another one? Uh, Microsoft, who is another, what's the name? I forgot the name. Bill Gates, Bill Gates perfect. So Bill Gates is uh, rich, has ability. Then as well, with another one? Elon Musk, Tesla, what are he creating? He do a lot of things because he's smart. He's able to do a lot of stuff, but everything they do will be temporary and will be in vain because when we die, what's going to happen with all the stuff we do? It's in vain. And listen, also, uh, 
as a Christian, sometimes we do stuff without God and we're able to, to enjoy the momento. We're able to enjoy uh, pleasure and this is going to be temporary. But even, even rich men in the world, they can have all the materials, they can have all the pleasure, but it will be in the moment where they uh, will be emptying in their heart. And it's that empty only will be filled out from God. Because God creating you, creating me, the way that we need a communicating with God, the uh, making relationship with God. And listen, we, uh, the men say, well, I'm rich, I had everything, not a problem, and, and, and Jesus, tell me what to do to have eternal life. Just, just tell me. And, and, and he was thinking and that he has the capacity, he has the power, he has the money, and that Jesus, whatever you tell me, I want to buy or I want to do to go to heaven. That's what he felt planning. And Jesus answered, and we can see that conversation. So let me tell you this as well. Probably as a Christian, we, we do stop too without the Lord, and we try to, to do in our, our strength and our power. And like you say, well, I am feel depressed, I am feel sad. You know what? I have money, I go on vacation. And guess what? You go on vacation and you enjoy on your vacation. But you come back and it's still empty. And you say, well, well I, I, I need to be, be happy. Well, I went to the restaurant, right? The best restaurant in town I want to enjoy. And you go and enjoy it. But after that, what happened? You go home and say, you're still emptying in your heart. Why? Because, let me tell you this. You can do a lot of stuff for yourself, but only God is able to make you happy. It's only God is able to make you happy. Why? I don't know what is your situation. Before we go into the outline, think about it this. What is impossible thing in your life that you think is never going to happen? What you think like is, I, I cannot do nothing about it. And, and actually you do stuff and you say, what well, I going to do to myself? But let me tell you this before we go into the outline. What is the impossible thing in your life you think is not able to do it? What is it? Think about it. What is it? Why? Because Luke chapter 1 is not in the screen. And you, uh, and you outline Luke uh, chapter 1. Look what I say. Because, what I say? Because what? Nothing is impossible with what? With God. Not, notice what I say. The, uh, say, because is nothing impossible with God. And let me tell you this morning, what is the impossible do you have in your life that is not, you say, is, I cannot do nothing about it, but think about it, we, God is nothing, what? Impossible. You think, you believe that? Amen? So let me tell you this, we want to learn in three things about how God is able to do all things through him. Let's see first, number one, belief. Oh, pastor, that, that's all? Uh, brother, that's it? Belief? Yes, you must believe. Listen, uh, we need to believe that God is able. 
But we must believe and, and, and pray and do something about it. And, and you need to believe with all your heart. And we'll see, let us A, conviction. We'll see, let it A, conviction. So, we need, a, we need a get to the moment where we need to say, well, we are going to believe, I'm going to be 100% believe that God is able. And let me tell you uh, this morning, there is a lot of evidence in the Bible that God is able to do all possible. For, for God is nothing hard to do. Absolutely nothing. And let me tell you this, but you need to read your Bible, but when you read your Bible, you don't read like, like routine, like, oh, I want to read my Bible and, and read one chapter and two. Okay, I'm done. And sometimes you don't even read your Bible. And sometimes that new technology help you out just to listen to the Bible. But you didn't order a start and you're not concentrating and that's why your faith is no grow. Because you don't read the Bible like believe everything is in the Bible. The evidence over and over again, the Bible proves that God is able to do all things. You can see that. You can read in, uh, uh, how God helped Noah. You can read how God helped Abraham uh, and his wife had a baby. You can see the evidence how God helped Moses. Uh, you can see in the Bible how God is able to help Joshua. You, you see in the Bible how, how God is able to help David. And let me tell you this. God is able to help you too as well. God is able. It's nothing impossible. Yeah, but sometimes we don't believe. Uh, like, listen, listen what I want to say. Um, sometimes we have a knowledge, but we don't believe. We have the knowledge, but we don't believe. And that is a problem. Because we don't read the Bible. Uh, I, I was uh, reading about Christianity. The, this generation say that 68% the people say they are Christian, they're never reading the Bible. 68%. That means only 32% the people say is Christian, they read the Bible. And they read the Bible sometime. If they read the Bible, just they read like, okay, I read today and then. And how is going to grow your faith? How are you going to believe that God is able? God is able. And we, if we read the Bible, we can see the evidence that nothing is impossible to God. It's not what I can do. It's not in my power. It's not in my strength. It's not in my ability. It's in the spirit of God. Not what it says in Zachary, uh, uh, chapter 4, verse 6. Listen, listen. They answer, they answer and expect to me and say, this is the word of the who? The Lord, the sword of Babel, and say, no by my, nor by power. Look what I say, but by my, what? It's what? A spirit, the Lord, the host. No, look what I say. Hey, it's not by my power, it's not by my sword, it's by the 
my spirit, the God. But we must to believe that God is able. What is impossible thing is in your life? What is the impossible thing in your life that you think God is not able? Well, let's see, letter B. For God, there is not impossible. For God is not impossible. So, you believe, you are convinced 100%, and you realize that for God is nothing impossible. And let me tell you this. It's really sad about the new generation, the Christianity, that they've been preaching about, like, oh, the new philosophy, like psychology, Christianity psychology say, oh, believe in yourself. And, and they say, hey, you're able to do your stuff. Just believe in yourself. Just declare, and God has to do for you. That's what a new philosophy is in the Christianity. But let me tell you this, the Bible is clear that God is able, but it's not going to, I'm not controlling God what to do. Yes, I know God is able to do it, and I will trust the God that he will do. And let me tell you uh, this, what is, what is uh, uh, impossible to you? What is it? That you don't tell the God because you think God is not able. What is it? Jeremiah chapter 2, I mean chapter 32, verse 17. Look what I say. Our Lord God, behold, thou hast made heaven and earth by time, what I say? What? Great power and stretching out on and there is. It is what? Can you repeat what I say? What is it? It's nothing too hard. Do you believe that? Amen? Do you believe there's nothing hard for God? So, so God is able, so we need to understand that God is able. Believe. Okay, so now you believe. So now what else I can do to see that God is able? Well, I'm glad you asked. Number two. Number two. Pray. That's it. Pray. Oh, I thought you were going to teach me something different. <laughs> Listen. So God is able. You need to believe. You need to pray. But you need to pray that you convince that God is able. Because sometimes we pray like, I want to say like a Catholic, just repeat. Like we wake up and we say, God, please bless me, take care of me, bless this day, help me out. In Jesus' name, amen. And every day is the same thing. And you think that is a good thing to do? We need to pray, but we need to pray, pray honestly to God. And let me show you this. God knows everything that's going on in your heart. God knows. Sometimes we don't want to confess, but God knows. And why we don't see that God is able? Because, letter A, we don't pray with clear conscience. We had a clear conscience. Yeah. Let me show you this. When you pray, do you have a clear conscience? Because that's the most important thing to, when you pray. 
because you don't pray with clear conscience, you think God will listen to you? We, we think God listens to us, but God doesn't do anything about it because he knows what's going on in our heart. And sometimes we, we have bitterness in our heart. Sometimes we have issues with another people, with your marriage. Sometimes you had a lot of things seen in your life that you never confess. And but you want to see impossible things, and you want to see that God is able, you better be play, uh, praying with clear conscience. And sometimes the clear conscience, we need to confess and be honest. And sometimes we think we're fine, but, our, but let's listen how we work. In our mind, we're creating things that is not true. And because it's not true, but we, are, we have it in our heart, and we want to go to the Lord and pray, how is it going to work? How? And we are very good in creating things. Let me show you, give you a clear example when we had in the church. Sometimes we come to the church and, and one person say, doesn't shake your hand, doesn't say hi to you, and what happened to you? He has something against me because he doesn't say hi to me. We start creating things. We're creating things. And, they, and no, it's only in your mind, it's getting into your heart. And to your heart, it's getting bitter because of that. But it's nothing to do with another person. It's all to do with us. Everything has to do with us. And, and, and let me show you this, what happened. You come in on Sunday morning, and that person doesn't say hi to you, and you start creating something uh, in your mind that is not true. And it's coming Monday, and you start thinking about it. And Tuesday, and I start thinking about it as well. And, and it's day by day. And, and, and you're not even happy because you have something in your heart against, against someone else. And let me show you, coming Sunday, and coming Sunday, you had expectation in your heart already with that person that that person doesn't even know what happened. And, and when you want to come and pray, but God knows that you have something against someone, and you must be fixed that problem. Listen what the Bible says in Matthew chapter uh, <coughs> Uh, seven, uh, I mean five, Matthew chapter five, verse 30, uh, 23, look what I say. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go first be reconciled to your brother and then come and present you what offering so let me show you this you want you you want to see that god is able and you want to see impossible things in your life you must be praying with a clear conscience you must be praying with a clear conscience what is in your conscience what is in your heart that you need to confess or what is the situation you have that you need to be fixed what is it do you know well, it's nothing wrong. You, you pray with a clear conscience. Why? You want to see something impossible in your life, you must be praying that way. And also, let it be. Ask for the impossible. Let it be. Ask for the impossible. What is, and let me think about it. What is your impossible for you today? Can be something in your marriage. Can be something in your job. It's a, uh, something in your heart that you're carrying through. 
what is it? What is it something that you say today, I will, I will believe, I will pray with a clear conscience, then I want to ask for the impossible. And let me tell you, God will answer your prayer. And I, I, hope, I hope you have something impossible. I hope no, but if you have it, you're able to ask the Lord for the impossible. And for the Lord, is nothing impossible. Amen. Let me tell you a story. Um, we, well, we have married for 14 years. So when first time we, we wanted to have a baby. And we expecting to have a baby. My, my wife had pregnant first, first time. And we so excited about having a baby. Okay, but like two months later, we, we lost the baby. The baby died. It's very hurtful. It's painful. But, well, that happened. And later on, my, my, my wife got pregnant again. And we got kind of afraid, you know, because that happened the first time. We, we kind of worry about it and say, well, God, it's in your hands. And guess what? The baby died again. Two times, two times, and honestly, we are afraid. We don't. We, my wife, say I don't want to get pregnant again, and this is going to happen. And, and, and actually, we had a conversation. My wife and I to had adopting baby. We we were planning about it because that one is impossible for me and for for her. It's impossible. That is the area where it's impossible. But we start praying about it. We pray. I say, well. If I am Christian and God is my God, do impossible things, so I will pray. I remember praying with my wife in the bed. We went praying and praying. And when the third time, she got praying again. again. I remember, who remember when we had a picnic in the Basona Park? Who remember? They remember that day? My wife was playing on volleyball, and she jumped and fall, and she dislocated her uh, oval. And her knee, do you guys remember that? No, remember, yeah, you remember, okay. So uh, in my first time in my life, I had to go driving in the ER, right, that day, in the ambulance. So, well, that happened. Like four days, four days later, or three days later, so. I started surgery, or the, in the surgery, we find out that she was expecting again. Third time. And that day, we don't say to no one, absolutely no one. We only tell your parents, right? Uh, only my, my white parents, we tell, hey, pray for us because we are expecting the third time. And I remember to pray and pray, God. I know, God, for my wife and for me, this is impossible and probably never going to happen. But God, I will ask you for the impossible thing in my life. And guess what? What passed one month, two months? The three months, yeah, we got start kind of getting excited, and and praise the Lord, we had our first one, Emily Joy, and she's here. We put joy because she brings joy to our family, and and God made it. God made it, and let me show you this: what is the impossible thing in your life that you think God is not able? Today, you need to believe and you need to pray with a clear conscience that God is able. Amen? God is able. So, God is able. You ask for the impossible. 
As for the impossible, uh, Acts chapter 4, 31, say, And when they had prayed, and place was shaking where they were assembling together, and they were filled out with the Holy Ghost, and they spake to the Lord, work the God and boldness, and the multitude of them they believed were one heart and one soul, neither say any then that out all the things which is he, he possesses was his own, but they had all things in common. L listen, when you believe, when do you pray with a clear conscience and ask for God impossible, miracle will happen. They, see, they were praying, assembling together. All the church was assembling together, and, and they got filled out, and they got spirit, uh, uh, filled out with the uh, Holy Spirit. And let me tell you this, God can make miracles today. In 2022, God is able to do impossible things. But you need to believe. Probably you need to read your Bible more, more focus on that, and believe what is the Bible say that's true. But God is able. Amen? God is able. So we finish. So if God is able, we must do believe. We must do pray. And the third one. Are you ready for the third one? It's more complicated. <laughs> what? Because now we need to do something about it. Ready? Work. <laughs> that, that, that is no... It's something that you like, right? Or probably you enjoy. But let me tell you, the last thing you will need to see for God is able, you need to believe. Amen? You need to pray, and you need to work. So, sometimes, and this is I preach in Spanish so many times. I told the, the Spanish people, I say, you, you want the blessing of God, you want to see impossible the life, uh, uh, God do to your life. But you go to sit in the couch and God the control remote to watching TV and you say, God bless me. But you're sleeping in the couch. You think God will do something about it like that? You want to see a lot of stuff. You want to see a lot of things in your life. You want to experience the power, the God in, in your life, but you want to sit in the couch and watching TV. That's not going to happen. If something is in, uh, uh, to do, better do it. God will bless your work. Work in your marriage. Work in your family. Whatever you need to do, start doing it. Don't leave it for tomorrow. Do something about it. Why? Because he's able to help you out. God is able. Believe, pray, and do something about it. And how? And your ability? Of course not. That's the problem. Sometimes we want to do in our ability. But let me show you uh, letter A, the power of God. And we need to work, we need to do, and the power of God, knowing your power, knowing your ability. And let me tell you this, uh, we need to start doing something about it. If God is able, I better believe, I better pray, but I better do something about it. 
God will help you out. And we prove, as I say in the beginning, what God is able to do. And we see the evidence over and over again in the Bible. And if you want to do the Lord's will, God will give you the power to do it. You're not going to do it in your strength. Look at chapter 4, 23. And with the great, what? Power gave to apostles weakness and re the resurrection and the Lord Jesus in great grace was up then all. L listen what the Bible says. It says the, the power, uh, the great power. God has all power. And God can give you the power to do what you need to do to do the impossible things. Okay, I'm finishing now. Let it be, let it be to glorify God. Glorify God. So, everything, listen, if something happens that's impossible in your life, you better be glorifying the Lord. And some, why sometimes, why sometimes we don't see the impossible thing in our life? Because we want to take the name. We want to take the glory. Look at me. And that's why God doesn't do anything. Because we want to do it to ourselves, not to glorify him. And we need to glorify him for everything. And, 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 and listen, sometimes we don't, we don't do that. We want to take name. Oh, look what I did. We want to create a name. It's not about that. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's to glorify the Lord. And God bless you. Praise the Lord. Whatever you had, praise the Lord. That God give you the ability. That God uh, give you uh, the strength uh, and, and wisdom to make it happen. But you need to believe. You need to glorify him. Remember, everything you do without God will be in vain. Everything you do without God will be in vain. And this is the hard part as a human being. Why? Because we are too proud to not give you glory to God. And God never going to do stuff for you and for me. Because listen, God never, absolutely never share his glory. Never. So whatever you want to do, probably you, you had ability. But with God, all things are possible. The problem with you and I, that we wish a lot of things. I wish this happened. I wish that happened. But you know what? God is able. And even when I preach, even in a, from the pulpit, from the, uh, when I preach in Spanish, I say, you know what? Everything we are doing in here is not because of me, and it's not for me, it's for glorifying the Lord. And I say to people, I am zero to the left. You're not afraid to say that? No. Because everything we do is for God. You say that to the people? Yeah, I say. And I say, and even my wife told me sometimes I'm good for nothing. <laughs> uh, and probably for, the, for, for uh, God's word, yes, I'm good for nothing. Because everything I do, I do through him and for him. 
Wait, you, you got a mad because sometimes you told you you're no good for nothing. Hey, listen, everything is God's. I told the people I am zero to the left. That means zero negative. Why? Because it's not for me. It's for God. It's for God. And some people, it, they feel more important to, to take care of the testimony, take care of the reputation, like nobody. And let me tell you this. I care less about my reputation. I care less about my testimony because my job is to please the Lord. And listen what I'm going to say. God will take care of my testimony, and God will take care of my reputation. It's a reality. Do you preach that to the Spanish? Yeah, I do. Because it's not, it's not for me. It's, not for, for, it's nothing to do with me. Everything to do with the Lord. I care less what people talk to me about her. And sometimes people talk bad. And sometimes people talk good. But it's all good because everything is for God. So when people talk bad about you, listen. I need to, I need to get to the point where is not for me. If people doesn't give me anything, I know God give me everything already. If people doesn't say thank you to me, I know God already take me. And people don't appreciate I know God. And people doesn't love me, I know God loves me. I know who I am in Christ. I don't need the glory. I don't need anything. I need everything to please the Lord. Amen. So I'm finishing out doing this, saying this. What is the impossible thing in your life that, God, that you don't give it to God because you, you think God is not able? But this morning you're learning that God is able to do. Able to do a lot of things. Listen, God, we see the evidence in the Bible over and over again that God is able. But you say, Pastor, show me out something now. Listen, we can, we can learn or, or see that God is able to use Charles Spurgeon, John Miller, John Hiles. God is using the Lancaster Paul Chapel. And God do great things in the past in this church. And God proved himself that he's able to do. And let me tell you this. God is able to do again and again. But we must to believe. We must pray. And we must work. Yes, we need to do some change. Yes, we need to do some stuff. But let me tell you this. God is able to do in the past. He's able to do in the present. God is able. But we need to believe. Let's pray. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to give me to the preach. Lord, hoping you to work in the people's heart. Nobody's here. Nobody watching. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Today you realize that God is able. And God is able to take you to heaven. And let me ask you this this morning. Let me ask you this. You're 100% if you die today, you're going to heaven. 
if you know 100%, but you realize today that God is able, raise your hand, we will teach you in the Bible that God is able to, to uh, take you to heaven. It's one in here, he say, I raise my hand, I'm not 100% sure if I die today, I'm going to heaven. But I want to know how. I want to know how. Someone? Okay. No one in here. Okay, now, Christians, brothers and sisters, what is the impossible thing in your life that you think is never going to happen? That never will happen. But today you realize that God is able. God is able to do. You need to believe. You need to pray. You need to work. You need to do something about it. So let me repeat again. You must believe 100% sure that God is able. Pray. Pray with a clear conscience. That way God listens to you pray. And you work in his power, and for his glory. And you're going to start see impossible things in your life because God is able, and he wants to prove to you that he's able. And say, Pastor, or Brother Elias, uh, God talk, speak to my heart, and please pray for me. Please pray for me. Raise your hand. I'd like to pray for you. Glory God. Glory God. Praise the Lord. And li listen, listen. When is the last time you come to the altar and pray to God and have relationship with Him? Do you even pray because you think you have acknowledged that God is able, but you don't believe that much, that you don't pray that hard? But if God is talk to your heart and you want to come to the altar, the altar is open. It's open. You want, or you want to pray and you see it, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, the altar is, is open. I want to give you a minute to pray. Pray. Pray believing. Pray. Believe. What are you going to tell God? 